We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. The question came in, what does the Bible have to say about infant baptism? Well, and there were several related questions, but yeah, there the, are. the short well, answer to the first thing is nothing. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, infant baptism is a practice of, uh, uh, well, Catholicism and other uh, churches that stem from Catholicism. It's based on the idea of original sin. Hmm. The idea being that in some way when Adam sinned and the fall of man occurred in Genesis chapter 3, that all of the rest of humanity were tainted with the guilt of Adam's sin hmm. so that we were actually born in sin and born um, uh, totally depraved hmm. and in need of something. So let, let's just address that briefly yeah. and then we'll talk about infant baptism, but it's based on that. Right. In uh, Romans 5 verse 12, Paul said, uh, just as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, so death passed unto all men, for that all sinned. Mm -hmm. now, some people have said that this verse teaches that Adam sinned, therefore his, uh, the guilt of his sin is upon everybody. But if you look at it carefully with me, notice, just as by one man, that's Adam, mm -hmm. sin entered into the world, because there wasn't any sin before he and Eve sinned, and death by sin... You remember that in Genesis 2, 16 and 17, God said, Don't eat of the tree in the midst of the garden, because in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. die. So when, when they sinned, they died. They began to die physically, and they were separated from God spiritually. Mm -hmm. But if you look at our verse, Romans 5, 12, the next part says, And so death passed to all men. The little word translated so is hutos. And it means in this manner, in this way, hmm. namely in the same way or in the same manner that death came to Adam, in this same way, death passed to all men. And he explains at the end, for that all sinned. Right. So when Adam sinned, he died. And when everybody else sinned, they died. Mm -hmm. So it's really not teaching original sin. It's teaching that what Adam did in bringing sin into the world was repeated over and over and over and over again by every person so that all, Romans 3.23, have sinned mm -hmm. and do fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. Now, back in the Old Testament in the book of Ezekiel, okay. chapter 18, verse 4, God said, Behold, all souls belong to me. All right, say that one again. Ezekiel what? Ezekiel 18, verse 4. 18. Verse 4, Okay. God says, Behold, all souls belong to me, the soul of the Father and the soul of the Son 
the soul that sins, it shall die. Hmm. And then if you go down to verse 20, he says what, Brother Jed? He says, the soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquities of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquities of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. All right, so nobody inherits the guilt of sin from their forefathers. We all are responsible for ourselves. In fact, Romans 14, 12 says, So then each one shall give an account of himself right. to God. Now, little children are not in sin. They've never sinned. They're not held guilty of sin. In uh, Matthew 18, verse 3, Jesus called a little child and he said, I tell you the truth, unless the rest of you change and become like the little children, mm -hmm. you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. But see, the little children don't have anything to worry about because they're not born right. in sin. So we could say that the state of, you know, human bodies die came about because of sin, but it's not sin that passes to each person. That's right. It's each person's sin. Right. And it's not just that the human body dies, but he's talking about spiritual death as sure. well. Uh, for example, Ephesians 2, 1, you were dead in your trespasses and sins. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's not talking about physically dead. He's talking about spiritually dead. So... Um, Babies don't have sin. When do they become sinners? Romans 7, okay. verse 9, Paul kind of explains this. He's talking about his own childhood when he was a little child. He says, I was living apart from sin once, or law once, or mm -hmm. sin. Mm -hmm. But when the commandment came, sin came to life and I died. Yep. In other words, when... Paul became old enough to be cognizant and aware of God's word and what it said and aware that he was a violator of God's word and what that really meant. Mm -hmm. Then he himself became accountable to God. He became right. guilty before God and then needed salvation like everybody else. But little children who can't really grasp or understand all this, right. they're not held guilty by it's, God. They still may make bad choices, but there's the intent behind it. There's well, they're the not mature enough to really figured out yet. Yes. And so going back to the question of what does the Bible say about infant baptism, it's really tied to this idea of what was the need for being baptized for right. a baby. And it's this idea of we need to cleanse away this right. kind of perpetual sin. And some Christians of uh, later centuries, uh, they said they decided that since the infant mortality rate back then was so big, mm. And they began to look at baptism as sort of a magical thing, like it was a, a holy zapper that you just zap somebody with, and it was hmm. like touching them with a magic wand. Yeah. They didn't want their babies to die without being touched with a magic wand, and they didn't understand all of this. So it's almost a, using it as a ward against sin at that point. Well, kind against of. the sin state and Satan. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But it was based on misconceptions. But consider this. The New Testament teaches that that we have to hear the word or accept the word in order mm -hmm. to be baptized, Acts yeah. 2.41. Well, a little baby can't do that. Uh, the New Testament teaches that we must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be baptized. That's Mark 16.16 16 and uh, Acts 16.30 uh, and several other places. We've got to believe. Little children can't do that. 
the New Testament in Acts 2.38 says, repent and be baptized. Mm -hmm. But little children can't go through that that whole change of paradigm and that commitment process right. in their mind and repent. That's not for an mm -hmm. immature person like that. Okay. So... There were several follow-ups, and I think one of them that would fit in right about here is there may be some people out there who are saying, well, I know of other traditions or I'm part of the tradition or whatever where we have infant baptism, but it's not because of original sin. Uh, and they may call it different things, but this idea of maybe a confirmation or a calling them to the, mm. the, the covenant of God and so, well, it's now, a, the baptism and the confirmation are two different things. Well, it's a, and the other word is you might hear people use is dedication. And so, it's a way of presenting their child. Is there anything in the Bible that talks about those things? Like, well, they may be going back to like uh, the Samuel when he was brought to the temple and given to the priest, which was a totally different thing. Hmm. And certainly, parents should commit their children to God. But the idea of baptism is something that each individual has to do for themselves. Mm. And I think one of the follow-up questions was if, if someone was baptized as an infant, mm -hmm. should they be baptized again? The answer to that is yes, because you need to, as a mature individual, understand the gospel yourself. Mm -hmm. And you need to be able to put your trust in the Lord and repent and confess him as your king and then be baptized by immersion for the forgiveness of your sins like the new testament says hmm. <clears throat> the basic question comes down to this if you participated in a uh, with all good intent in a human tradition that has no basis in the bible you should not trust that for your salvation you ought yeah. to trust what god actually says in his word and so yes you do need to be scripturally baptized if you were baptized as an infant. And so it's it's kind of this, again, we could get into the larger discussion. We've covered it in some other videos about baptism as a whole. Mm -hmm. And so it's meant to serve a particular purpose. Right. And if we're kind of using it for other meanings or other uses, right. especially early in a child's life, Right. We can't really find any scriptural backup for those things. Right. That's right. Any basis. Exactly. Yeah. And... and Baptism is something that we choose as individuals to do uh, based on our commitment to Christ. It's not something that parents or somebody else choose for us, mm. see? Yeah. And that's one of the basic things that's, that's amiss scripturally with infant baptism. Would it be fair to say that since the sins of the Father don't roll over, there's no way, kind of to use the same terminology, the Father can then proactively get rid of the sins of the son. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the father needs to be concerned about his own sins. Mm. And the son then needs to be concerned about his own sins. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that question. Uh, if you have any follow-ups on that subject of your own, as always, we encourage you to send them in. And we look forward to covering many more. Thanks again, Dan. Welcome. Y'all have a good week. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.